You are now listening to the CRC podcast, brought to you by Pastor Ad Bossif. We trust that this message will change your life forever. Come on in all our churches across the land, across Africa, right here in Tuami. Come on, young people up there. It's still a holiday, but you're here tonight. Make the biggest shout. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Shout unto God with the voice of praise. Hallelujah. Well, I hope you are ready for change and I hope you are ready for good things because I want to tell you that your best days are ahead of you in the Name of Jesus Christ. Welcome to Faith TV. Welcome to Praise TV. Welcome to Facebook Live, YouTube Live, radio stations, CRC Online, also all over the world in Russia. 11 million people watching in Russia every single week. Israel, America and uh, Europe, India, Pakistan, China and all over Africa. What a great honour to have you with us. And may I say again, if you are close to a CRC church, please come and visit us. Just come to one of our churches. Our churches are open. God is here and we have a place for you safely and responsibly in Jesus' Name. Amen. Take your seats in heavenly places tonight. We welcome all the churches in Bloemfontein. The thousands gathered there. Also Johannesburg, Lady Brain, Belito. You can clap your hands. Welcome them. Bethlehem, Cape Town, Cape Town, North, Germany's London, George, Tiffany's Bay, Cut to Kimberley, Clarkstorp, Marking, Mom, Malmesbury, uh, Nelspray, Paddle, Peter Marisburg, Port Elizabeth, Okay, don't get mad with me now. I'm trying my best. Kwakwa, Uppington, Welcome Booster, Gabroni, the pastor, your pastor's here tonight. Come on. There he is. They're building a 3,000 seater right now during the COVID lockdown. Come on, give it up for him. Because we are not here to take a back seat during COVID. We are forceful in advancing God's kingdom in Jesus' name. Also in Kimberley, we're building a 3,000 seater right now. And then in many other places, we're also looking for a piece of land. Let me just tell you quickly, between um, in the midstream area. So in the very near future, we are going to build a location there as well. So we are gonna take territory as never before. Also in East Rand, watch this space in Jesus' Name. We're not planning to go away. Tsumep, we welcome you, Ongadiva, Sogobunt and Vintu. Come on, give them all a hand clap. Also good news tonight, our latest C, you know, our latest single release, um, Eurostore, released on Friday, the 8th of October. Number one on the Christian iTunes charts since its release. Come on, that's a good thing. Number two on Hot Tracks on Apple Music Christian. So, uh, that's a good thing, okay? <laughs> hey, this is Lefuno, he leads our music ministry. That's him. Give it up for Lefuno. His wife's having a baby this week. So, uh, my daughter is pregnant. Life is great. So, um, 22 months, ach weeks, months. My word, there did be an elephant. But, um, <laughs> I, you know, I had one baby. You talk about suddenly, and I'm going to talk about that tonight. I was still gr- uh, getting to grips with the fact of being a grandfather. The next minute I had four. Like in a year. I don't know what got a hold of my children in lockdown, but I was still grappling with. Can't even say that word yet. So they call me BB. One day when they're older, they'll find out it's Big Boss. So are you ready for the word tonight? I know it's holiday, but you better be ready here tonight, okay? So I want to read from 2 Samuel chapter 5 and from 17 to 25. I really do believe that there is a stirring, as I've said throughout this lockdown, in the Spirit. Bible says when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will lift up a standard against him. So I want you to know from the offset tonight, we are not on the back foot. We have the initiative, we just have to realize it. And we have to exercise the initiative we have been given 
2,000 years ago. So when people talk defeat is talk, I walk away. When people say things will never be the same again, I walk away because it's going to be better. I said it's going to be better in Jesus' Name. God's going to turn your wasteland into a fruitful land. So you don't have to buy an aeroplane ticket to migrate to New Zealand. You can stay right here in good South Africa, in Gauteng, wherever God has placed you. Because God says, I have a future and I have a hope for you right where I placed you. If you believe it tonight, let's start tonight by giving the Lord a big praise in Jesus' Name. You know, God said to me once as I was praying, you don't have to go look for blessing. Blessing will seek you out. Seek first my kingdom and the rest will be history. You don't run for money. You run after God. You don't run after opportunities. You run after God's guidance because God will send provision when you settle. And remember when you lose your peace in making a decision, that, that is God getting your attention to move you in the right direction. So 2 Corinthians 5 verse 7, the Bible says, Now when the Philistines heard that they had anointed David king of Israel, all the Philistines went up to search for David. And David heard of it and he went down to the stronghold, God's presence with his mighty men. And the Philistines also went and deployed themselves in the Valley of Rephaim. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I go up against the Philistines? Will you doubtless deliver them in my hand? Or will you deliver them into my hand? And the Lord said to David, Go up, for I will doubtless deliver the Philistines into your hand. I wanna to say to you tonight, if God is on your side, your side, you are a winner. If God is on your side, you are in the majority. If God is in your side, you are gonna come out on top on the other side. If God is on your side, it doesn't matter who is against you. God will doubtlessly deliver you and perform His Word in your life that He promised you because He still is the same. So David went to Valparaiso and David defeated poverty. We are gonna annihilate, obliterate this devastating thing called poverty in South Africa. We are gonna unite with government, with business, and we are gonna formulate a strategy and we are gonna uh, uh, annihilate this thing called poverty in South Africa in the Name of Jesus Christ. So David defeated them there and he said, the Lord has broken through my enemies before me like the breakthrough of water. He opened the rock and the waters gushed out and it turned the desert in a beautiful, blessed land. Therefore he called the name of the place Balperism, which means the Lord who orchestrates many breakthroughs. The God who orchestrates divinely many breakthroughs. How many of you need to break through some area of your life? You need God to break something through in your life. Come on. How many of you have had a breakthrough somewhere in your life? How many of you can recall something God did for you in your yesterday? Something that you thought, how in the world am I gonna get through this? And you got through this on the other side. So I wanna say to you, He's the same yesterday, today and forever. God doesn't just have one break for you. Come on, Rulani. God has many breakthroughs for you. God doesn't have one deliverance for you. God has many deliverances for you. God doesn't just have one raven of provision for you. God has many ravens of provision. God doesn't just want, have one angel to protect you. God has legions of angels to protect you, but you have to know it, that God is the master. He is the master mind of the breakthrough. That's literally what it means. The master of the breakthrough. The mastermind of the breakthrough. He is the genius of your breakthrough. He is orchestrating your breakthrough right while you are in church and you are praising Him. He is orchestrating your child's deliverance. He is orchestrating your provision. He is orchestrating your deliverance. That is the God that you serve. Oh, come on, I feel God in this place. Give Him a praise. Some of you have gone through so many things. God is busy behind the scenes. He's orchestrating your deliverance. I thank God He never just called it singular. Because then we would assume God only has one breakthrough for you. But we see on the battlefield, when David faces Goliath, God delivers him. We see at Ziklag, 
God delivers him. We see here at Baal-Perizim, when the Philistines attack him in the Valley of Rephaim, God delivers him. I don't know what you are facing, but I want to say to you that He is the master of your breakthrough. He is the master of your future. He is the master of your inheritance and of your tomorrow. And they left the images there. Those were the Philistines and David carried them away. So uh, all the plans, the schemes of the enemy that he planned to preempt the return of Christ is not going to happen. This new world order that people fear, it's not going to happen. Not prematurely. Because before the return of Jesus Christ, there's going to be the greatest revival. That's why we are not going to go asleep. That's why we're not going to have a slumber party. That's why we're not going to retire at 60 years of age. We are going to refire at 60, 70, 80. And we are still going to advance God's kingdom passionately, more passionately than the 13 year olds. Come on, everybody over the age of 50 like me. Won't you? Okay, that's there, all of you, all acting 50. Why don't you just give God a radical praise for something God is going to do? Your, your better days are ahead of you. I said, Your better days are ahead of you. I'm going to say it to you until you believe it. I don't care what happened to your parents. I don't care whether you know your mama or your papa. I don't care what people say about you. I want to tell you that God is your. Your God and God is the one who orchestrates your deliverance. He orchestrated your future. He said to Jeremiah, before you were formed in the womb, I knew you. I ordained you to be a prophet to the nations. And I say, what God ordained for your life shall be. No devil, no plotter, no schemer can stop what God has planned for you. Not in many armies. Because God is with you. Then the Philistines went up once again and deployed themselves in the Valley of Refine. So while you are alive in this world, you will have tribulations, different levels. For every new level that God takes you, there will be a more powerful devil. Uh, that's why you can't be one of those white handkerchief Christians and, and just wave it. In just in church on a Sunday and, and, and call a truce with the devil. Because Satan is not going to call a truce with you. The higher you go, the more he's going to attack you. The more anointed you become, the more he's going to attack you to stop you from your assignment in life. That's why you have to be resilient and you have to be rooted in Christ and you have to have a strong relationship with Jesus. And you have to know what Jesus is saying about your current situation. So the Philistines regroup. It's always what the enemy does. Even after Jesus was tempted and tried by the devil, the Bible says the devil left him for a more opportune time. So when you win one battle, you already have to prepare for the next. It's not negative, it's reality. Because while you live, you will have to face battle upon battle. Oh, you can settle for mediocrity. You can settle for beige. You can settle for being a nobody. But Jesus never saved you to be a nobody. Jesus saved you to go places. Think about the early church disciples. When they got saved and they embarked on this journey to change the world, literally all hell broke loose against them. But they were resilient. They walked with God. They had the power of the Holy Ghost. They never doubted that God was with them. That's what God said to David. I will doubtlessly deliver you. And I'll tell you, you better get rid of doubt. You better get rid of hopelessness. You better get rid of fear. You better get rid of uncertainty. You better get rid of your plan B. You better get rid of what other people are saying. You better stop walking with those who are trying to talk you out of your dream. And you better get closer to God and believe no matter what the odds are, no matter how heavy the deck is stacked against me, no matter the opposition, I will prevail because I have a word from God. God said, I am with you to deliver you. God said, I am with you to sustain you in the fire. Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego, Daniel, I will shut the lion's mouth. Joseph, I will get you from the prison to the palace in my time. I will perform my word. Somebody say, Amen. Praise the Lord. Awaken the black bishop. 
Kozizinia. It comes out in Joburg because everybody's a bishop there. So when I preach there, I'm just waiting to be clothed in a robe. I'm going to shock everybody and I'm going to come in a robe. I said to Pastor Don, I had the privilege to preach for the opening of his church on Thursday night. And I said, Amen. And uh, politicians were sitting there, some of them not saved. And afterwards said, that's exactly what our country needs. So then why do you keep the church closed? If you know the church is the hope. If you know the church is the only institution that can change human hearts. Why would you even think that you can solve this COVID challenge crisis without the church? So we haven't been silent for 22 months. We're not going to be silent now. I'll just say that because I'm going to now offend somebody if I say what I want to say. So, you know, it's not my speciality to offend people. I mean, through truth. So David inquired of the Lord, the, the enemy comes and attacks him and he doesn't assume. Doesn't assume. He doesn't assume. He doesn't assume. He doesn't get lazy in his relationship with Jesus Christ. He doesn't lose his prayer life because God now delivered him. Doesn't get careless. So the same enemy that is now weakened attacks him a second time. And what does David do? He inquires. He goes to God again. And he says, and, and God said, you shall not go up. Those in the military understand. First time he attacked them head on. You have to go around, circle behind them. Military strategy. Because if you, if you find a strategist, you're going to find God. God is not a blob. God is not a, some mystical being without a mind, without wisdom without intelligence without strategy when God created the heavens and the earth it was all perfect everything orchestrated perfectly so your deliverance is not just going to be a prophet that waves his hand like a name and thought I thought the prophet was going to come out and he's going to wave my hand and everything is just going to disappear no the prophet said go dip in the river Jordan go do what you don't want to do go work hard go to the battlefield go wash yourself go cleanse yourself go do the possible that God is going to do the impossible go apply the Word of God if you want God's deliverance it's not just going to come while you are careless, young person. I think the difference between me and many of you is when I got saved, I really got saved. And I don't mean it to insult you, I mean it to wake you up. When I got saved, I used to run with a very wild crowd before I got saved. And when I got saved, I stopped what I did while I was unsaved. I didn't still go to the clubs and the pubs and I didn't still go and disco and do everything else. I got saved out of the clubs. I got saved out of the pubs. I got saved and I became a seeker of God. I became a lover of God. I became a pursuer of God while many of my friends had one foot in the church and one foot in the world. So for you to, 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 to break the statistics of unemployment, you have to get serious with God. I'm gonna say it again. If you want to break the statistic of unemployment among young people and you want to escalate and you want to go into orbit and you want to outshine everybody else, you better get serious in your relationship with Jesus Christ because He is a statistic breaker. He is a master deliverer. He will get you into the palace against all odds. He will give you Esther, favour with a king. He will give you a divine appointment. He will let somebody notice you. Ruth, Boaz will notice you. 
and that will take you into a whole nother level of destiny because you serve the Lord Jesus Christ on a whole nother level, on a different level than anybody else. Are you listening to me? No such thing as being half saved. So, so, so with all the challenges we face, you as young people should be like Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. You should purpose not to be defiled by the, what the world offers you, the music of the world. I got saved and worldly music left. All my stuff, Uriah Heep, ACDC, um, Black Sabbath, um, Bob Marley, Peter Tosh, Adam and the Ants, whatever. They left, they got broke, I broke them, I departed. And I began to pray and in prayer I had many suddenlies. It's like with entitlement, listen, which is now in the church as well, is like I don't have to do anything. Jesus did it all, He did. But you want to progress? You want to pursue this Jesus who did everything for you. You, you? you cannot just be like everybody else. I'm cool and I'm okay and, 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 and think things are just going to... It's not going to work that way. It's not going to work like that. I had many friends that were more talented than me. Many guys that were called to the ministry. They were greater orators, greater personalities, greater in every aspect. But they got nowhere. And I'll tell you why because they never took God serious. They never took God serious. They never took Jesus Christ serious. They never took their relationship with Jesus as the most important thing in their lives. Everybody else, everything else, but not understanding that your first calling is unto Him. And when you pursue Him and you find Him, He will take you places which will make people jealous because they will say, how in the world did He do that? How in the world did she get there? She must be doing something wrong. No, you are doing something right. You are pursuing the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are following the great I Am who said, follow me and I will make your name great and I will bless you and I will take your places. Think about those early church disciples. I mean, they were normal fishermen until they followed Jesus. And He said, follow me and I will make you into something that you never thought possible. They traveled the world. They went places, they preached places, not without persecution. Because the Bible says when we follow Him, we will have persecution. We will have evil against us, but we should not be faced. Just like David was here at the Valley of Rephaim, when I was attacked the first time. The enemy increased their attack against David, like some of you in business, come on. You had outstanding finances and you never got your payout. And, and you had people go bankrupt on you and people uh, uh, cheat you in business, etc., etc., etc. But hey, God is not asleep. You better not get asleep in your prayer and you should not become despondent and you should not become discouraged. You should stand in your valley of darkness, in the valley of the shadow of death. And you need to inquire of God and be a worshipper of God because I'll tell you one word from God will get you out of a desperate situation into a blessed situation. One word from God will get you from an empty boat to a boat that is so filled with blessing that you will have to gather other people to help you catch the fish. Come on. These are the days that we are living in. Days where God is orchestrating supernatural deliverance for His people that follow Him passionately in Jesus' Name. So listen. So He says, you will not go up. You will circle around about behind them and come upon them in front of the mulberry trees. Everybody say strategy. No, no, no. Everybody, if you have a body, that's you. Everybody say strategy. You ain't going nowhere without a godly strategy. A formulated plan of action that moves you from your blessed assurance into the future that God has for you 
that is a place of the unknown. Venturing into the unknown. So what is your strategy? You want to be a great doctor, but you're too lazy to study. You want to be a great accountant, a great businessman. Your parents are paying your university fees, but you skip classes. You're a lazy bum. You're not going very far in life. Oh, your mama and your papa won't tell you that because they pacify you. But this preacher loves you not more than your parents, but enough to tell you that life doesn't reward average. Life doesn't reward the person that is second best. I didn't say you need the highest mark. I said, you as a person, you have to be the best you. You have to be honest with yourself. You can fool the whole world, but you cannot fool yourself. You need to know that you are working on your personality. You're working on your character. You are working on your integrity. You are working on your skill. You are sharpening your blade. You are becoming better, 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 10 times sharper. That is in your hands. So toy toying is not gonna do it. You can toy toy, but you better toy toy and study. You better toy toy and have the best personality in that company, be the hardest worker, have a strategy to get to the top in the Name of Jesus. You have to humble yourself, lower yourself, be a servant to all because he that would be great in God's kingdom, learn to be a servant. God will promote the servant. That's the one God is gonna promote, not the entitlement one. So the slightest opportunity God gives you as a young person, you have to embrace it and respect it because little opportunities lead to great endings. Bible says, despise not the day of small beginnings. You need to be that person that stands out. And it's not difficult today. Because most people can't even clean their cars. If you climb in your friend's car, it looks like a rubbish dump. At least your car can be clean. The hamburger papers of three years ago still in his car. You don't want to date a guy like that. Imagine what that person's house looks like. Huh? Everybody wants something to fall out of heaven. Jesus already came. He already orchestrated your deliverance. He already gave you everything that pertains to life and godliness. He already empowered you. He already anointed you. He already appointed you. Now God is wanting to orchestrate suddenly in your life. The issue is, are you ready for it? Because if you're not, and that divine moment comes and you don't step through that door prepared, dressed up, ready, that opportunity may never come again because you never took the time to develop yourself in the place of obscurity where David had to learn to be a leader looking after his father's mess. Because he was faithful, looking after his father's natural sheep, God saw somebody that he could trust to look after his sheep, his people. So our government can lower our education standards and no longer give prizes for the person that comes first, second. And I don't agree with everything because you cannot really um, assess anybody's IQ because we are so different and our level of intelligence is different. God made us different. There's no stupid person created. We are all brilliant. We are all designed, wired by God for our unique destiny, etc. But our uh, uh, academic systems only reward certain things. So I'm not even talking about the report card. I'm talking about you being honest with yourself. You're not allowing anybody else to take from you what God made you to be. 
you being the best you in Jesus' name. And when people underrate you, devalue you, you actually have the advantage because it is the best thing to be minimized by other people as long as you don't minimize yourself. It is the best thing if people underrate you as long as you don't underrate yourself and you know exactly who you are and you say it is a matter of time and you're all going to see and you're going to have to suck it up because some of you are going to work for me. You may call me a nerd but one day I'm going to pay your paycheck in the name of Jesus. Watch this space. Come on. Watch this space. Come on. Watch this space because in this space lives a living God, the Creator of the heavens and the earth. In this space lives the same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead. In this space lives the Greater One. I hail from God in the name of Jesus Christ, the Creator lives on the inside of me. That's why I cannot be intimidated by what people say, cannot be defined by what people say. I know that God will get me to my destination on time, but I have to be ready. I've watched people, we saw it in sport, where people get opportunities, but they do not have the BMT and they never get the opportunity again. Because rather than working, they were partying. Uh huh. They developed weak character, emotional problems. So when the pressure came in work, they collapsed. People thought, I don't want a crazy person in, in management. I don't want a gossiper in management. I don't want a loose cannon. I don't want someone that comes late in management. So what I'm saying to you is the future is ahead of you and God wants to lead you in this future. And God has already planned your future. Every step that you have to take. Are you listening to me, please? Then your future is dependent upon your relationship with Jesus Christ. And if you will walk with God, and that requires sometimes you have to walk away from some people to walk closer to Jesus. Because every level, I told you there's another devil, but at every level, there are people that you have to cut loose or they will keep you from climbing because they are happy campers. You're not called to be a camper. You're called to be a climber. You're called to be more than a conqueror. You're called to be an overcomer. You are called to triumph. You are called to shine. You are called to be a world shaker. You are called to be a His, oh come on young person, a history maker. You are called to stand up under pressure. You are called to shut the mouths of liars. You are called to do what people said cannot be done because the Bible says those who know their God shall what be strong and they shall do what? Exploits in the Name of Jesus Christ. So we, you know, religion has so minimized God's people that people have no expectation because the belief is humility is that you have to be this little worm. No, humility is walking and accepting what Jesus did for you and living reliant and dependent upon the grace of Jesus Christ. That is true humility. My children don't crawl when they come to me. I told my children from the, since the day they were born, I said, you are beautiful. I love you. You can do anything you set your minds to. There's nothing you cannot do. You are brilliant. I looked at their report cards. I said, I'm interested in your report card, but that's not who you are. You are who Daddy says you are. You are who I say you are. You are gonna do great things for God in Jesus' name. And I wanna say to you that your daddy says you hail from Him. Your daddy says that you are accepted by Him. Your daddy, your heavenly Father says, He paid His blood for you. He invested heaven's best for you. But you have to respect it yourself and embrace it. Well, everybody else takes this Christian journey like just in their stride. You better be smarter. You better be smarter. I said, you better be the smart one. Because the Bible talks about multitudes, but then it talks about individuals. Not everybody is mentioned. Why? Because they were just going with the flow. You want to be the standout person. You need a standout relationship with Jesus. I don't know how to say this to you more clearly. There's no shortcut. There's no other way. 
This is walking with Him daily. So David inquires, who are you inquiring to? Who are you talking to? Who is the dominant voice in your life? You want God's orchestrated deliverances, you better hear Him. Because everybody has an opinion. Even your mama, even your papa, your friends. And half of them is as is as spiritual as a as a duck. They just quack. They just quack quack. Have no relationship with God themselves, and you ask them what they think. That makes you a quacker as well. Quack. You'll, know, you'll never go beyond the level of the relationships that you, ha- that you have. Think about that. Selah. You know what that means? David writes, then he says, Selah. That means pause, think, ponder. Will I take a sip? You'll never go beyond your closest relationships. Hmm. Siela. So who's those close relationships in your life? Who are they? Who are they? Who are the influences of your life? What this COVID has done is taken the influence of the church out of the lives of people and people think it's okay. We all are influenced. Who are the influences in your life? Notice David didn't go and inquire with his board, with his committee. If you're the director of the company and you have a board, I respect that. And we have boards upon boards upon boards in this church. My goodness me. I think we like a chess board. But I'd walk into a board meeting for advice. Or to get God's mind. I get into a board meeting for wisdom. From people who have wisdom. Not opinion. Big difference between those who have an opinion and those who have wisdom. Massive difference. Everybody has an opinion. Few people. Have wisdom. Mark says wisdom is the principal thing. And Jesus is the source of wisdom. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, the Bible says, Christ has been made unto us wisdom, sanctification, righteousness, and redemption. So Christ is the source of our wisdom. So then I have to assume that if people do not take Jesus serious, I don't want their voice in my life. That's not rocket science. Because if Christ is the source of wisdom and you are not serious about Christ, all you have is an opinion. You have no wisdom. You may have knowledge. There's a big difference between wisdom and knowledge. Wisdom is the ability to apply knowledge accurately and correctly. What is knowledge? You get knowledge at university. Some of you have a photographic memory. I used to do that. Scan everything quickly, cram it in my mind, and then do good. And then the next day I forget everything because it didn't matter. Yeah. Just apply yourself a certain way, the way you're wired. But to live... You better be, have the right relationships around you. Are listening to me? That's why you're not going to get, you're not going to do this thing outside of a church where the Spirit of God is. You're not going to do this. You're not going to do this in front of your television. It's not going to happen. So David inquired of the Lord. And this is what God said to him, and I have to close. It's not even my introduction, but my word, I have to be finished. 
Because gone are the days of long services. Because we don't want to bore the believers. That have become so unfit. Don't look at me in that tone of voice. I can read you behind your mask. <laughs> quack. <laughs> quack, quack. <laughs> quack, what am I doing here? <laughs> it shall be. He says, so God says to him, listen now, this is critical. Business people, listen, 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 listen. Pastors, everything. Timing is everything. Strategy, timing. You run ahead of God, you fail. You run behind God, you fail. That's why the Bible doesn't give us a formula. It gives us a relationship, gives us principles, but then it, 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 it calls for us to live totally dependent and reliant upon the Holy Spirit. Otherwise, we would live this life and cut God out. Because man likes to be in control. And, 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 and you want to get where God is taking you. You have to learn to discern, to discern the currents, the moods, the flows, the times, the seasons of the Holy Spirit. That's why when Jesus ascended, He sent the Holy Spirit. He didn't send a prophet. Get rid of your prophet addiction. I'm outspoken. I've got friends who are prophets as well. I just say, just become New Testament prophets. Stop this Old Testament nonsense. We're living in a New Testament now. Stop this. And you better don't pay anybody for a prophecy. Because then you party to their foolishness. And you better not pay anybody for prayer. Don't let me ever hear you as a member of CRC pay anybody for prayer. You don't pay anybody to, to bless your car. Your car's blessed, man, when you buy it. You don't need somebody to come and bless your car. That's the biggest nonsense in the world. You know, if, 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 if I, can, uh, I can pray for your car, but if, you, if, you, if you're a drunk driver, you're still going to smash your car. I mean... If you if you if you don't if you got if you can't drive you're gonna smash your car. All my prayer is not gonna help you. There's no such thing as a supernatural debt cancellation offering. It doesn't exist. These are gimmicks. We don't live by these things. We live by the Spirit of God. We walk in a relationship with Jesus Christ. We apply the principles of God. Amen. Because you can now give into a debt cancellation offering, but if you swipe your credit card tomorrow. Um, you know, then, then you're in debt again. And I can't lay my hands on you and deliver you from your foolishness. I can't say to your mind, come out! I can cast a demon out, but I can't cast your brain out. I can't cast undiscipline out of you. Huh? Fall for this foolishness. Get wise. Get wisdom. Get planted in a church somewhere under leadership. Stop thinking you know it all and you're 23 years old. You know nothing. You need mentorship. You need to learn to shut up, sit up and listen up. I don't like it. Because nobody told you this because you think you're Mr. Wise Guy. And when we look at you, all you are, you are cool. You've got no discipline. You can't keep a job. You slap to tiner in the ochend. You play the girls and you think you're smart. You're not smart. So a wise man is heard. You see a wise person through the few words he says. The less you talk, the smarter you are. Unless you have something to say. Oh, you know I do certain things on purpose. Because I have to get under your skin to get to your heart. 
some of you are so full of yourself and until you don't actually realize that you're not the king of your world, nobody's going to help you. Because the minute somebody says something like this preacher tonight, you're already hot under the collar and you've already got 50 things that you're mad about. And let's see where you are five years from now. Because you're already 38 and you're nowhere. Okay, let me be now very nice in my, in, my, in my pastoral gift. Praise God. Keep on praying for me. Been in the ministry 35 years. I'm still trying my best. So, I'm still trying to, to become one of these soft. Now, almost I said because it's impossible. What should I say? Soft, spineless, jellyfish, um, rollover. I'll roll over when you put me in the grave. And then those who bury me, my bones are going to flip and heal all of them. I tell you now. So it shall be when you hear the sound, it shall be when you hear the sound of marching in the tops of the mulberry trees, not the bottom. You have to go to the top, which is relationship. Then you shall advance quickly. Quickly, for then the Lord will go out before you to strike the camp of the Philistines. Who will give you the victory? The Lord. When will the Lord give you the victory? When you hear the sound of the marching of the Lord. That means you have to be tuned in. You're looking for a job, you have to be tuned in. You're looking for a breakthrough, you have to be tuned in. That Sunday that you decide to stay in church may just be the Sunday that God uses the preacher to say something that will get you out of your situation. That may be the Sunday that there is a song that is being sung and the anointing will be so strong that it will break you out of your prison of discouragement. That may just be the day and you do not show up when God is ready to deliver you. So David had to show up. And God had a strategy, but then God also had a timing. So everybody should have a strategy. How are you gonna conquer the mountain? How are you gonna climb the mountain? How are you gonna progress in life? What is your God-given strategy? Then living in tune with the Holy Ghost, there are times that God is gonna accelerate things in your life. There are seasons when you will just go like this, but then there are seasons where God is gonna do this in your life. And you are, if you're not ready when God wants to do that, you are gonna miss that and you are gonna prolong this. And if you don't listen to God, God's gonna find somebody else and somebody else is gonna take your place because you are not ready to answer the call when God is calling you. That's why you have to live in tune with the Holy Ghost. You have to pray in tongues every day of your life. You have to walk with the Lord in the Name of Jesus Christ. You have to be filled with the Holy Ghost. You have to remain filled with the Holy Ghost. You have to every day be filled with the Holy Ghost on the battlefield. Next morning you wake up. Building yourself up in the, your most holy faith. Building yourself up in the Holy Ghost. Building yourself up in your spirit. Every day of your life, this is not optional, my brother and my sister. This is how God called us to live. To walk in the Spirit. Then God says, I will doubtlessly deliver you suddenly. I am the master of the breakthrough. I am the mastermind. I am the orchestrator of your deliverance. When you hear the sound of the Lord in the mulberry trees, then you will move quickly. For then I will go before you and I will give you the victory. I believe that we are living in a, times, a time of, of acceleration. I do believe it with all my heart. You're going to see it. Because we as a church are definitely going to step into it, whether people believe it or not, because God gave me a word. We are going to see an acceleration through our evangelism. We've seen it this year through our television ministry in this lockdown. God has taken our influence like this all over the world, etc. So if God can do it for the church, God can do it for you. 
you are attached to the church, you are planted in the church, the blessing flows from the church in the name of Jesus Christ. God has great things in store for you. If you believe it tonight and you receive the Word, say Amen and give the Lord a big praise offering. Come on, all over this place. Oh, come on, give Him praise. Praise Him because you believe your future is bright. Come on, pastors, you've got to praise Him because if you don't praise Him, the people won't praise Him. You have to get radically on fire, pastors, because if you don't, the people never will. You have to get this COVID sloth out of you in the Name of Jesus, because if you don't, the people won't. Get on fire. Get under the glory spout. Get into the presence of God, priests, pastors, men and women of God. Come on, praise Him a bit. Stir the anointing in your heart. Stir the anointing in your gut. I'm going to another level. I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired. I'm going to another level. I'm going higher, 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 higher. Say it, say it, say it, say it. You can be 25 years old, God can use you to reshape things in South Africa. David was 17 years old, he took Goliath down. Jesus loves you, He loves you, He loves you, He loves you. And there is no place that you're gonna go without Him. And really, this is, every time we come to God's presence, we have opportunities. The Bible says His mercy is on you every morning, every day. Yesterday matters not, what matters is this moment. Watching me on television tonight, you need to get right with God. Put your hand on your heart and just say this, say Jesus, I give myself back to you. Thank you for loving me as I am. I realize I cannot live this life without you. So I open my heart to you again tonight and I invite you to be my Lord and to be my Savior in Jesus' name. Amen. Please follow us on social media. We love you. Connect with us. We want to help you in this journey called life. There's a CRC close to you. Come on, give them all a big God bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. For listening to our podcast. For more information on CRC, visit www.crc.org.za.